remember in like fandom Twitter when you had like a close knit group of fans and you all followed each other and so you could just like make tweets. Yep. Just like without adding anybody and you would just be like your entire timeline would basically be just one big conversation mm-hmm. of like tweets. That's like what my Twitter is. Every day, all day, it's just like random tweets. I don't even know what like the majority of them mean anymore. <laughs> Because it, like, was part of a conversation that, like, I can't find. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. What a time. I think that was the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> was on Stan yeah. Twitter. <laughs> I was... Well, no. My <laughs> only source of joy was Stan Twitter. Um, yeah. And my fan fictions. Um, but aside from that, I was probably extremely mentally ill. Hence the Stan Twitter and fan fictions. <laughs> you just pissed off a lot of people (laughs) no but like i yeah i was definitely on twitter on stan twitter um for friendship and Mm -hmm. to feel something so (laughs) it's good it's good um well welcome to episode six of the lonely cast we've made it six episodes in Absolutely I'm shocked. Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Look at us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this episode is going to be really fun and interesting because Brittany and I have both had um, quite a colorful and long-ish history involved in different fandoms and internet communities yeah. Yeah. Um, throughout our adolescence, and we're going to delve into those and... Um, see what kind of content we were creating back then. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> Primarily in the format of fan fictions, but mm-hmm. um, God, it'll be it'll be wild. It'll be good. It's gonna be a journey. Um, yeah. I think first I want to know which um, bands, artists, whomever you stand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm not gonna go back to like my first like boy band crush or anything like that. Unless, do you want? Should I? I want it all, Abby. Yeah, I want to okay. know everything. <laughs> um, Jonas Brothers was probably the first like boy band that I was like, mm, yeah. And I was a Joe Jonas girl. Really loved Joe. Um, I was a Kevin girl. No, I wasn't. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Wait, were you? No. Or are you trying to cover up the fact that you're a Kevin girl now? <laughs> There's something about him, but I was a Nick girl. Oh, okay. That's a good one, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So first, Joe Jonas. Um, and then my first introduction into, like, Stan Twitter. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Uh, was Cody Simpson. That's not embarrassing. I was obsessed with him, too. Yeah, that was my first Stan Twitter that I ever had. It was a Cody Simpson Stan Twitter. Nice. Um, I absolutely adored that man. Um, And I think that's when, like, there was this, like, ongoing war between me and my parents of whether or not I was allowed to have Twitter. And so they'd, like, every once in a while find out that I, like, had a new Twitter or something. And they'd, like, ground me from my phone or make me delete it or something like that. So I think what happened is, like, 
after Cody Simpson and they found out they made me delete my Twitter and then a couple years later I came back with like a raging um I so I didn't have Twitter for the One Direction craze um because my parents were really mad at me about that so like I never really participated in like One Direction fan Twitter but I was a huge 1D stan like my best friend and I in junior high we would make each other posters and like collages my entire bedroom wall my parents would only let me have one bedroom wall but I covered it like ceiling to floor just all one direction posters oh one bedroom wall to decorate (laughs) you said they only let me have one bedroom wall I was like I was trying (laughs) to picture the setup They're like no privacy in this household. I, I slept outside. It was like a Sims build and just like one wall with like a little bit of an overhang yeah. and a bed underneath. No, <laughs> um, they just let me have one wall to decorate, and I was a Nile girl for One Direction. Um, that's when I also started writing fan fictions, but I would kind of just like write them for my friend and I. Like I never ended up posting them anywhere. I just handed them in for like school assignments and stuff, which is embarrassing (laughs) what did you what did you write about like was it just like I think like when we had like creative writing assignments I remember there was this one specific one that I titled strawberry kisses (laughs) and it was basically (laughs) sorry (laughs) uh whatever uh it was basically this was like after I was writing so (laughs) I always have loved creative writing um, and in like the seventh grade, I went through a big horror phase and I was like reading a bunch of like goosebumps and R.L. Stein novels and stuff like that. Um, and I ended up writing like a bunch of horror in the seventh grade, like really like gruesome, like nasty shit. Um, I went from that to writing just Nile Horan, <laughs> like one shots and imagines and handing those in for your teacher's like um we need to talk about your daughter she's going through something (laughs) like how did they not see that i was like unstable like just a little unhinged but whatever they were like this writing is i was talented so maybe that was the maybe that was the thing it's like well she's really good at it so we can't be concerned yet we have to let see where this goes um but yeah, this fan fiction that I handed in for a creative writing project was called Strawberry Kisses, and it was an elaborate date night in Paris, France with Niall Horan. Classic. Um, yeah, so I did that. And then from One Direction, I ended up finding this band from the UK called The Vamps. And they had this cover of Little Things by One Direction. <laughs> on their youtube and that was like the first thing that i saw and i remember the lead singer of that band whose name was brad i like saw him and i was like i'm a brad girl <laughs> i was like that's my husband it. and i think after seeing that video i like got on twitter that night i was like i am starting a twitter for this band i absolutely adore them and that was like Probably the height of my Stan Twitter days was for the Vamps, for Brad. I ended up getting followed by all of the members of the band and their management and their band account. And, like, Brad and I would DM occasionally and stuff like that. And he wasn't, like, crazy older than me either. So, like, it wasn't weird or anything. Like, he was always a minor when I was a minor when we were messaging. So, like, it was normal. Because I think he's only, like, two years older than me or something. 
So you don't have to cancel anyone right now? No, no. Okay. And it was, like, all very innocent. Like, he would be like, oh, Merry Christmas, blah, blah, blah. What are you doing for your holidays and stuff? And, like, um, so we would message occasionally. And, like, that just, I was like, it's it's done. We're going to be together. We're meant, we're, we're going to be together forever. Um, and I started writing a fan fiction about him. This is, like, all so creepy. Like, Going through, like, my fan fictions and through my Twitter has made me realize, like, it's all just kind of terrifying. Like, if someone had that big of an obsession with me, I would get a restraining order. Um, But, I mean, obviously, like, boy bands and girl fandoms and stuff, like, it was normal. So I can't, like, be too mad at myself for it. But, like, yeah, it's fucking creepy. I'm going to read excerpts later and... (laughs) you'll see what I mean but like um I think it's funny that we would think that these guys would like we were gonna end up with them while writing about our relationship with them like what sane person would like read (laughs) this like book that this person has written about them and be like yeah (laughs) I want to date them like even I mean, I'm even thinking about, like, you know, I'm a 23-year-old adult now. If I somehow end up running into him at some bar, like, one day in my life, and there's, like, something there and there's an attraction, right? I think that I would just genuinely be just too mortified to even, like... Oh, you can't Because knowing it. me, I would 100% <laughs> say something. Yeah. I, I can't... I could not pretend that I'd never heard of him or known him before. I couldn't do that. Because I would be like, oh, I hope you know that I have a fan fiction I wrote about you online that has almost 200,000 reads um, and a sequel about it um, and also a Twitter dedicated to it um, to you. So I like I would let it slip and then it would just be very embarrassing. So I just like it's fine. I've admitted defeat. It'll never happen. I've ruined that for myself. <laughs> What about you though? Where did your where did your fandom stand Twitter days start? Well, <laughs> um, the first account that I made on Twitter was for um, J C Kalen. Uh, really? O two L. Yeah. Ooh. It's weird. Uh, my handle was literally I love J C Kalen. I was very creative. <laughs> Um, he tweeted me back once. I almost shit my pants. Yeah. Um, that phase lasted, like, very briefly, though. And then, um, I think the first while of me being on Twitter, it was just, like, random actors and, like, YouTubers that I liked watching that I would just tweet at all the time because I was Mm -hmm. annoying. (laughs) And Mm then, uh, when I actually made, like, an account surrounded around... Uh, someone it was for One Direction oh my god yeah yeah um but I also used that account for like five seconds of summer and um the Janoskians at one point which if you don't know who the Janoskians are they were these teenage boys from like I don't know if it was New Zealand Australia Australia yeah yeah. Um, who did the grossest shit online. Like, their videos were for boys. They were, <laughs> they would, like, throw up in them. But they were cute te- teenage boys with an accent, so I was like, 
I'm in love. Yeah, well, and I feel like they had, like, a really big fan base. Because I did. remember it was a time where, like, Casper and, like, um, O2L mm-hmm. and freaking, what's his, Jack's Gap yeah. and stuff. They were all getting really big. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I just thought it was so funny because, like, if I showed anyone those videos, they'd be like, this is gross. Why are you watching <laughs> these? And I was like, isn't he cute? I know he just, like, threw up in this video that I showed you, but he's kind of handsome. It's just, like, quirky, you know? Like, it's, like, just a little gross. (laughs) Like, boys are just so silly. (laughs) Literally. Um, But, I mean, back then, I didn't know what boys were like. I was just like, Mm. that's that's chill. That's what boys Mm -hmm. do. (laughs) They throw up on the internet. Um... (laughs) But yeah, I I think I got so into Twitter because I was very lonely. I had like one friend at the time, um, but it was one of those, they're my best friend, but am I their best friend? Mm. Um, I think it was like the seventh grade where I was like really into it. Um, But then this one friend that I had, it turned out that she also had a One Direction fan account. Uh, So we bonded over that a lot. Yeah. yeah, but I had a blast. I made so many friends. I went to a One Direction concert in Vancouver, and I like met some people that I was talking to online there, which that sounds a little dangerous. Honestly. But oh, yeah, yes. they were all who they said they age, were. Yeah. <laughs> um, Me now as an adult, I'm like, that sounds like the fucking dream. But yeah, yeah. No, look, there was one girl. Her, I think her name was Emma, and we were talking on Twitter for so long, and then she tweeted about getting tickets to this concert, and I was like, oh, I'm going too. And we were trying to like meet up there, and I'd never been to this stadium because I'd never been to Vancouver before. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, come to this bathroom." And like now, as an adult, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, "You're not who you say you are. Block the lead. I need to get <laughs> yeah. out of this building." But I was like, "Okay." It ended up being her. She was just like yeah. in line for the bathroom and was like, "Just come here." <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I made a lot of friends that I still, like, I th- like follow on Instagram and stuff. Um, oh, my God. That's so nice. Yeah. I don't think that I'm really friends with, like, I still have my old, like, I have access to my old Twitter. So, like, if I wanted to, I could totally, like, DM people and reach out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I feel yeah. like we're all adults now. We've moved on to different things. A lot of them have moved on to BTS. I'm not going to lie. When I go through that Twitter, like, news feed, I'm like... That... All right, fandom. so we're all in our 20s and still, like, standing BTS. I get it. I get it. That fandom scares um, the shit out of me. Oh, really? Oh, with peace and love. Yeah. Love BTS. We love cannot. We cannot. We can't afford to say anything negative. Yeah. Um, I don't really listen to their music. I have nothing bad to say, but I know how aggressive fandoms are just from being mm-hmm. on that side of Twitter, and I don't think I would have survived um the bts fandom because you know when you like tweet like oh i don't really like justin bieber when you're on like a fan account yeah flooded by justin bieber fans telling you to kill yourself (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think i would delete my account if i was if bts was around when i was on stan twitter i think with like my vamps account i like went back this was like quite a few years ago but i went back like 
a couple of years after I had stopped using it and I tweeted, I was like, to be honest, their music isn't even that good anymore, but Brad's still hot. So like would hit. <laughs> and I got so many likes and retweets on that tweet. And I was like, yeah, so that's like the state of like what that fandom is. Yeah. Where they're still like doing stuff and I, I'm supportive. They're just still like just this poppy like boy band. Yeah. Band. Like they're a band. They're trying to be a band, but they're more of a boy band style. It's just super like poppy. Mm-hmm. Hasn't really grown with the times. Um, and honestly, like it just feels like they're still making music for teenage girls, you know? Yeah, Which you kind of have to shift your sound over a bit like yeah five seconds of summer i still listen to some of their newer stuff um Mm -hmm. they're still making music yeah um it's more like they have a couple songs that like play on the radio and stuff um earlier on it was more like pop punk Mm -hmm. um i don't know if that's an exaggeration but in my opinion (laughs) it was more pop punk and then they yeah. started, like, shifting their sound, and I wasn't that into it, but I listened to their, like, full album a while ago, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, this is good. They're just, they're growing up, and they're, like, um... What is their sound shifting to, if you don't mind my asking? Um, it's... If you don't know how to describe it, I can also listen to it later, but... It's more, it's more pop, um... Oh, okay. I don't know. It sounds very different. Like, listen to a song off their first album and then, like, their later album. I'll send you two songs to listen to. Um, Okay, sounds good. I don't know. It's so good, but... That always makes me kind of sad. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, when when a band goes from... Even if it is, like, a boy band, because given, like, it's not, like, Five Seconds of Summer was this, like, amazing, like, you know, like, out-of-the-ordinary, like, thinking-outside-the-box artist. No. But, like they have like that punk influence right like that's what they that's what they wanted to be and then just fully reverting to like popular like just synth super highly produced like doesn't even sound like them anymore that always like makes me sad i don't know i feel like the same thing kind of happened happened with the vamps like they they were very much like a like garage rock influenced um, all of their covers were of like um, Kooks songs and like Arctic Monkeys songs yeah. and stuff like that. Like that's kind of where they were more invested in. And then like they started putting out music and it was all very like poppy and you know it wasn't bad, but yeah. it just like you could tell that their influences and what they were doing didn't really align, and so it probably wasn't what they wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. And that's not look to at say me that... getting defensive of like. <laughs> boy band again um i mean it's not to say that like the music's bad now it's just not what it used to be but like you can say the same thing about like fallout boy oh yeah true like their newer stuff i there's some songs that kind of slap but a lot of it Mm. i can't get into because it's not like the um even like sorry even like 21 pilots though like yeah I don't know. I didn't. I haven't liked their new albums mm-hmm. at all, which is, I mean, saying something. Yeah. But yeah, no. Fall Out Boy, Twenty One Pilots, R.I.P. True. Mm-hmm. I think I. I came out of Stan Twitter when I made a group of friends that were actually. 
doing what kids my age were doing. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to word it? <laughs> um, like hanging out with boys and like mm. starting to like drink coolers. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I kind of stopped using my account because of that, but also because as I got a little older, I just didn't have the same interest in like knowing what my favorite artist or my favorite band was doing all the time, which is a lot of Stan Twitter. It's like updates. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I they put out a song three weeks ago. Cool. I can still listen to it now. I don't need to be like sitting there waiting for it to be released and shit yeah. like that. Exactly. Um, I think mine was probably the same reason. Because um, I think I like was pretty heavily invested in like my stan twitter up until around like the ninth or 10th grade maybe um and then like i kind of went into this like instagram and like i was really getting into photography and stuff like that and then i got rid of that and just had like no social media and i was just writing my fan fictions for like most of the 10th grade i think just because it was like the thing that i would always do like i don't even think i was really participating on stan twitter anymore Mm-hmm. I just liked writing, and so I, I had, like, a couple of other stories that I was writing on Wattpad, um, and I just kept updating those, and then I stopped when I got to grade 11, because, I don't know, I got a, I got a boyfriend, I got, like, a new group of friends, and, like, I just felt very overwhelmed by life itself, and I didn't really have it in me. And I remember I would, like, return every once in a while to my old Twitter just to see what was happening. And, like, it just wasn't the same. Yeah. And their fan base kept growing. And, like, it wasn't... Like, there was, like, a core group of, like, 50 of us that were, like, all really close and would, like, talk all the time and, like, just had all of our inside jokes. And then with their fandom expanding and everything, I think the majority of us were just kind of like, ah, they don't really need us anymore. <laughs> and so we're just going to go do our own thing. Yeah. Um, well, also, I found that it's, it got kind of mean. Yeah. Because a lot of the, like, the main reason that I was on there was, like, to have friends and, like, talk about mm-hmm. this artist or this uh, just, like, content creator that I really like with people. And I mm-hmm. just, like, people started getting really defensive and, like, you weren't here from the beginning and yeah. gatekeepy and it just got really not fun to be a part of. Um, yeah. A little toxic. A little toxic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever do, um, I don't know if it was just the One Direction fan, <laughs> but did you guys do shipping? Oh, yeah. Um, I have, I wonder if I can insert my shipping, I'll insert my shipping photos in post, and if you can find any of yours. Oh, I think I have a couple. Um, for those of you who don't know what shipping is, uh, you basically just like post a photo of yourself and then ask your followers who um, they ship you with, as in who, like which band member they think you'd look the best with. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, I did that for a lot of um, self esteem reasons. I liked being told I was pretty. <laughs> so I would, every time I saw one of those, I was, I'd post my like best selfie and. Uh, so let the compliments roll in.
Yeah. Oh my god, these selfies that I would like use too. They're on my like iPhone 4. It's terrible lighting in my mirror. Yeah. I'd like have my tongue out. I'd be like <laughs> with my plaid tied around my waist and my Converse. I love that. What a time. Oh, I'm gonna Okay. I want I think I'm gonna walk over and grab an iPhone 4 charger and load up my old phone because I probably oh have a God. shit ton of pictures on there. Way. <laughs> yes, that's a great idea. I'll send them all over tonight. Okay, oh God, awesome. <laughs> so um, following this section, we're going to have just a quick little slideshow in memoriam of all of our shipping photos, exclusive to those of you who are on YouTube, unfortunately. Um, if you're listening, though, I'll try to describe them as well. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking this is going to be a lot of editing, but it's fine. I'm committed. We'll, we'll do it. Anything for the pot. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. um okay so we touched base on when we left the fandom when we started the fandom or our fandom experiences um did you have any like really like proud moments as a stan twitter user um I don't really think I put in much effort to get noticed by, uh, like, the bands, because I just assumed there's no chance. Um, But there's a few times that, like, really great YouTubers that I still, like, support now tweeted back to me, and I just thought that was super cool. Um, And then also just having people, like, say nice things to you (laughs) was really nice. when you got shipped with your fave. When you got shipped with your fave. <laughs> when we started, I get like mad if they ship me with somebody I didn't want to be shipped with. I know. I'd be like, you I'd fucking like, Are serious? You look at how stupid we look together. Me like photoshopping a photo of the two of us together and being like, look how stupid that looks. Fuck you. You think I'm a Liam girl? Are you dumb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who were you a fan of for One Direction? Um, I started with Niall. And then I became mm. a Harry girl. And then yeah. in Five Seconds of Summer, Michael. My little anime boy. Oh, okay. I love yeah. him. That makes sense. <laughs> I still I never I'm really like, got so too cute. much into Five Seconds of Summer, but I was definitely I think I think Callum was the one that I liked. I could be totally wrong now. He's really cute. Was there an Austin in Five Seconds Ashton. of Summer? Ashton. Ashton. He was the drummer. Okay. He had curly hair. He was real cute. Oh, maybe I was an Ashton girl. Mm-hmm. I was either Callum or Ashton. But I, I like drummers, so I'd believe that it was Ashton. I liked all of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, God, when they released She Looks So Perfect, like, I still, I still fucking love that song. I, like, one of the first songs they released, I still listen to, like, regularly. It's called Heartbreak Girl, and it goes hard. Dude, (laughs) I'll send that to you, too. I'm so excited for you to send me this. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. It's, like, just a great song to, like, dance around to. 
Okay, and I'm going to send you some of my favorite songs early on from the Vamps. Maybe that's what I should do tonight, is while I'm making dinner, just, like, listen to all, like, old Vamps music mm-hmm. and stuff. Because there's definitely some, like, bops that yeah. I got down to. They had a oh. song with Demi Lovato, which I think is, like, <laughs> kind of funny and weird now. Yeah. But she, like, featured, she was featured on the song called Somebody to You. Um, you probably, you might have heard it before. Yeah. Um. It played a lot on the radio and, like, on Disney Channel and shit, mm-hmm. but, um, what a, what a time. Oh, my God. That was, like, one of my favorite songs, and I remember in, I think it was the summer between grade 9 and grade 10, I put it on a mix for the boy that I really liked, and he told me it was his favorite song on the mix CD, and I was like, he's the one, <laughs> if he <laughs> He gets me. Out of all of the songs. Because I put, like, um, Sea of Love by Cat Power and, like, First Day of My Life by fucking Blind Blind Pilot. Oh, I so you were in love. <laughs> I was in love, love. Yeah. And then I put Somebody to You. And he was like, that was my favorite. And I was like, oh, my God. You skipped over, like, Elliot Smith and Cat Power and <laughs> think the vamps are your favorite? That's, <laughs> wow. Maybe a red flag. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think the Elliot Smith would have been the biggest red flag. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was just thinking about uh, that concert that I made my dad drive like 13, 14 hours to get me to. Um, yeah. And just ha- what an experience that would have been for him to be there with all these like 12 year old girls just screaming yeah. and sobbing. I was sobbing. <laughs> for what? <laughs> And there was this girl that was standing on her seat in front of me, and it was one of those, like, flip-down chairs in the stadium, and I literally mm-hmm. kicked her the bottom of her chair. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> dad. Dude, I was a different breed back then. When you're a stand, yeah. nothing matters. Yeah. But I, I like, no. hit her chair, and she kind of, like, fell, and then I felt bad, so I let her get back up on the chair, and I, like, watched the concert from, like, the stairs. <laughs> but... Oh, my God. <laughs> that was crazy. I... I uh, ended up, because I never ended up traveling for a One Direction concert, but I went to their, it was their first ever concert at Edmonton, last ever tour. So, <laughs> um, I got to see One Direction, minus Zayn, um, and I was like in the 11th grade, maybe 12th possibly mm-hmm. at that point, and I went with my sister, and we were like way up in the nosebleeds, and just like... I, at that point, had been kind of removed from the One Direction, like, stand phase, but I still, like, I was like, this is my One Direction concert. This is my, this is my fucking moment. This is all I have ever wanted for my entire life. And I just, I lost my mind. I screamed every lyric to every song. I was dancing in those stands. My sister, she, I, I don't even feel bad for her because she was being such a fucking party pooper, but, like, she was just standing there beside me, like... And I was like, dude, how are you not? But she was a Justin Bieber fan, so like, whatever. That explains it. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. Not valid. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I like lost my mind. And she was so embarrassed. She was like, what are you, why are you doing this? I was like, I don't care. This will probably be the only One Direction concert I'll get to go to in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking take Rave. this opportunity and <laughs> lose my mind. Absolutely. And I don't regret it. It was like one of the peaks of my life probably um i think it's 
funny that I'm going to find the picture. It's probably on my dad's Facebook of what I looked <laughs> like going to the One Direction concert at like age 12. Oh um, going thinking that I looked hot as shit and that I was going to attack yeah. one of the boys. And th- <laughs> everyone on Twitter, I guess, had the same idea because I see so many tweets about it and it's so funny. Just like shaving your legs when you're like 12 to go to a concert like what do you expect yeah. to happen do you think this <laughs> grown adult man is gonna pick you out of the crowd in your braces and oh my god your unwaxed eyebrows <laughs> they might they might i mean we've seen worse <laughs> no which is so funny i was like i look so good i'm gonna they're gonna notice me yeah and i'm i want to insert a picture of what i look like <laughs> nobody wanted me (laughs) yeah it was bad oh my god it's true though oh my god i think about like all of the photos that i used to like even just earlier when i was scrolling through my twitter to find content to read on here like it's it's just embarrassing like i've privated that account like it's not accessible to anybody except for like the i mean there's 421 followers on it um (laughs) But, like, it's all private, and I don't think it's anybody that I know now. Yeah. But, like, holy shit. Like, just embarrassing. And, like, so cringy. And I'm sure I've probably said, like, some god-awful shit on there, too, that I just regret. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, a whole... That's a whole era of my life yeah. that is just kind of kept secret. But not anymore. Now everyone's gonna know. It's true. Um... Speaking of fan fiction, <laughs> fan fiction was so gross. A lot of it was really gross. A lot yeah. of it was, first of all, um, like 12 year olds who've never even kissed anyone writing about having sex with their favorites. Mm-hmm. A little, little smut action. And then, as well as, <laughs> there's a lot of just like, uh, this person that I like getting really, really angry and being a dick to everyone but me. That was a very heavy theme in fan fiction as well. Just like yeah, Harry Styles. Get, I'm pretty sure one of these like stories that I wrote involves Harry Styles fighting someone at the bar. Oh my god! Like me as an adult <laughs> now, if my boyfriend got into a fight at the bar, I would be mortified. I'd be like, "Stop! Oh my god!" But when I, I was think a kid, it would be, I'm an aggressive person, so I think it would be fine. <laughs> but I would probably you be the jump one in into a fight at the bar, honestly. <laughs> no, but I don't know. When I was a kid, I don't know why. I, th- I mean, I guess just in all media's, it's a theme. But yeah. I thought I was like, oh yeah. I want my boyfriend to be just so mean and miserable to everyone but me. (laughs) Just brooding and dark and tortured, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But now I'm like, if you're mean to the waitress, you're ugly. (laughs) Ugly to me. (laughs) I don't need you to be brooding, dark, and tortured. I do enough of that myself. Just, uh, you know, you can have your moments. I'll have mine. We'll support and be there for each other. Abby's and just be nice to everybody the else. the most dark and mysterious person I know. I am. Yeah. I've, like, slowly just morphed into my own love interest. <laughs> like, honestly. I love that. We're about to ruin yeah. it by reading her fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so the thing is, is I never really read fan fictions when I was younger. Like, I didn't really read anybody else's. I would read my friends, like my best friend, because she was also into One Direction, mm-hmm. and so she would write fan fictions. She also was into Dan and Phil, and so she wrote Dan and Phil one fi- one uh, fan fictions, and so I would, like, read those ones. But I didn't really read anybody else's. I just was too interested in reading actual books <laughs> which I sounds you're gonna say my own because i was the best oh. <laughs> well <laughs> no um that sounds pretentious but like it's true i just didn't really read what fan fictions that other people wrote i wrote read books and i wrote fan fictions um and also like short stories and stuff like that but um yeah i I don't know why I didn't really write read fan fictions or like smut about my favorite or anything. I just wasn't really interested. I think I'm just like too gay. <laughs> Cuz I would only ever read like lesbian cuz I was too scared. Okay. This might be TMI, but when I was younger, um and I wanted to, you know, have a little me time. Um <laughs> why am I explaining this? Like, our audience is seven years old. Um, I would, like, I would Google, like, fan fictions of, like, famous celebrity women that I like and read lesbian smut instead of, like, my favorite or something or straight person smut before I ever watched lesbian porn. I was not, I was too scared to watch porn because I was like, my parents are going to find out. I am going to be dead. I don't know what I thought the difference would be if I was, like, reading it as opposed to watching it. But, like, I would just read smut. Yeah. That was lesbian instead. Um, So I never, like, I don't know. I just never really got into actual one-shots. But um, I did end up writing a chapter in the sequel to my first fan fiction about Brad um the lead singer of the vamps um i wrote a losing my virginity i didn't get that far chapter <laughs> i started reading it <laughs> um oh my god i need to read that this is in the sequel so the sequel the first is called always only you um my writer my writing my whatever my name on wattpad is she once loved if you want to look it up um great storytelling by me um um, and I wrote a sequel to it because the first one was so well received that I was like well gotta tie up all these loose ends but I never ended up finishing it so sorry but maybe who knows one day I'll I don't even think I have access actually Mm -hmm. to my thing anymore I could also email Wattpad and get access back but anyways (laughs) um yeah the sequel is called love has never been easy um, and this is chapter 13. Oh, I wish I had, a, um, like, a drink. Like a stiff yeah. drink. <laughs> I've been drinking bubbly out of my whiskey glass. <laughs> I should just take a little sip now. Um, oh, I'm so ready. I'm so excited. Mm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, it's not chapter 13. It's chapter 12. Chapter 12. Yeah. Just for anyone who's going to go uh, read it later. 
<laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to read the entire chapter because <clears throat> I was just such a good writer that all of my chapters were actually, like, long. So, <laughs> uh, that's a joke, um, but they were long. Um, so to set the scene, I ended up going to Brad's house Should after I close my school eyes? one day. <laughs> yeah, sure. Should I experience <laughs> I it? I, yeah, there's, okay. a, there's some good descriptions, mm-hmm. so... We were in Brad's bedroom after school one day, just hanging out, and we would have been in, like, the 10th grade at this point, so 15 years old. Okay. Um, and this is 13-year-old me writing 15-year-old me losing her virginity. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is some golden okay. stuff. <laughs> so first of all, he reads a class project to me, which involves an E.E. E. Cummings poem. Sexy. So he reads, <laughs> yeah, he reads E.E. E. Cummings to me um, in his accent. We say I love you for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you too, I say, and he kisses me. It's soft and it carries all of the unspoken words and feelings we've never shared. It's minty and warm and mixed with whatever happiness would feel like. I never want to leave this room ever again as long as I can be here with Bradley. We kiss and we kiss. And at some point, the barriers between us are removed and we are pressed together as one. Nervousness mixed with ecstasy and tender love is what I feel. Fingers fluttering over the curves of my hips. (laughs) Wait. Down the crease of my spine. So gentle, as if they were handling the most precious thing in the world. I became vulnerable, moving towards what heaven would be like. Soft laughter, catching breaths. We are no more than two souls tangled together in his small room. Bradley and I, me and Bradley, together in the most intimate way. And we drift off to sleep, silent and light as a feather. What? <laughs> I'm trying to find the words. Um, what a misleading representation of what sex is like. <laughs> Do you want to know how I lost my actual virginity, or should we get into that? No, I want to know. That's fun. <laughs> okay, it was in the back of... Can I say this? I hope my mom isn't listening. Well... If so, I guess we'll hash this out later. I'll say mine too, um, just, you know, in solidarity. Yeah. It was in the back of my mom's Ford Flex in the Kingsway Mall Parkade, right before math tutoring, after school one day. Abby, you shock me every day. <laughs> I'm more, I'm just enamored by you. Oh, my mom is going to fucking kill me. She is going to kill She's me. She's going to fly oh over God. there and she... <laughs> Oh my god. I lost my virginity um, at a party. It sucked. Okay. <laughs> it was lame. I ate pizza after. Was it with the person that you were dating or was it just Yeah, it was like... my first boyfriend. Um, and then he got into a fight shortly after. Very shortly after. It sounds like a it sounds like a fed fiction chapter. It might be. No, yeah. it was it was bad. Anyways. Oh, no. Let's get back into our fake reality. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was chapter 12 of uh, Love Has Never Been Easy by She Once Loved on Wattpad. Um, it was pretty. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Very nice. Um, I can, I think it's safe to say that that is not what my actual virginity loss experience was. Um, what adjectives would you use uh, for how you actually lost your virginity? Uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm, and the last one would be trashy. Just yeah. No class whatsoever. I think it's just funny reading these uh these fan fictions growing up when you're like 12 or 13 and you're like wow losing your virginity is really beautiful and then it happens <laughs> and you're just like that's it that was boring well, was- and awful <laughs> i don't even know if it was because of the fan fictions or like what my parents told me growing up like because they're a big like wait till marriage and it's gonna be the most beautiful experience so i was like oh it's gonna be beautiful great it probably will never be that beautiful, okay? No. It will not. Also, don't get too wrapped up in the idea of virginity. You yeah. can just decide if you're one or not. <laughs> Ex- yeah. We've been saying, like, losing our virginities a lot, yeah, but, but, like, I don't necessarily believe in that. No. Um, it's more so of a having sex for the first time thing. But the thing is, sex um, is different for everyone, so what does that even mean? Like, losing yeah, your virginity. Exactly. It's archaic mm-hmm. and outdated, but it makes, you know... What we're trying to say is, to just don't go in it. with high hopes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just do you. Do it when you're ready. Um, consent. Make sure your other partner consents. Uh, that's important. Um, and hopefully you feel light as a feather afterwards. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to picture it. There have been <laughs> sexual experiences that I've had. There have been sexual experiences that I've had where I do feel that way, but rare. Very few <laughs> between. And I'm usually high. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We will have an episode on sex, I think. Yeah. That's <laughs> our parents are prohibited from watching. A hundred percent. It's fine. I'll. <clears throat> my mom already knows. Like, I was featured on my friend's podcast and in the first five minutes i make a joke about my pussy being huge and she had to turn it off so she knows she's well trained (laughs) that was a great podcast yeah shout out to Taya uh and the reverse cowgirl podcast i'd love to have her on sometime yes i think we should have her on for a sex yeah definitely yeah this is your formal invitation (laughs) it is 100 percent then we can see if she actually listens to our podcast. Or if she just says, like, like wow, nice. great podcast and doesn't actually listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, also, by the way, congrats on getting our Twitter to 200 followers. In Twitter, that's nothing. But I've been grinding very hard. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's awesome, though. <clears throat> forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> We've gained a bunch of new subscribers on YouTube, too. Yeah. I've been following... I've been just, like, reaching out to a lot of other podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm... Killing the game. I have a lot of fun just talking to you once a week, so 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care if anyone else is listening. No. <laughs> like, it's really nice, talking. and obviously we want to build, uh, like, a community here, but uh, at the end of the day... <laughs> this is fully self-gratifying. Yeah. Like... It's just Abby and I catching up once a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have... Do you have some fan fiction stuff or some one shots for us? Let me let me see. I'm so my excited. Twitter got taken over by a bunch of bots, motherfuckers. Mm. Um, let's see what I got here. Okay, here's an example of me being obsessed with the idea of having a douchey boyfriend. For some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I also wasn't very good at writing at this point. Um, I'm a lot better now, but uh, nice. what is happening in <laughs> this story is that um, I'm at the bar with Harry Styles, my boyfriend. Um, Perfect. I think I wrote it, yeah, I wrote it as a, a, a YN. Uh, which is when you don't have a name for the main character, you write YN as in your name, like insert your name. Um, so we're at the bar, some guy's hitting on me, uh, and Harry doesn't like it. <clears throat> okay. It's not as, it's not as beautiful as Abby's. <laughs> you turned your back to see him standing with his hand on the guy's shoulder. Get your hand off of her now, he growled. <laughs> Um, The guy stayed seated but removed his hand from my back, placing it on the back of my chair. Or what, pretty boy? The guy smirked. Or I'll break your fucking legs, (laughs) Harry steamed. This is giving me such, like, flashbacks. It's not good. I love it. But but this is like... You can find thousands of fan fictions just like this one this was like a lot of the content that we thought was so great um wait was that it i'll just break your fucking legs yeah he's (laughs) gonna break your fucking legs they get into a fight um but here's the here's where it uh gets nice so some guy talks to me and harry beats the shit out of him as you do. I'm pretty sure there's a part about him <laughs> kicking his ribs, okay? <laughs> but then, <laughs> I'm putting bandages on him, and he brushes the hair out of my eyes and says, so beautiful, he whispers. You smile shyly, standing up and bandaging the wounds on his chest. The wounds! <laughs> he got fucked up. Um, <laughs> he placed his hand over yours. I'm sorry for fighting. I just want you to be safe. I love you, he says, staring deeply into your eyes. I love you too, you whisper, kissing his bruised lips. <laughs> and scene. Thank you. I like how he's basically just like a bloody pulp at that point. Yeah, like this wasn't just like a bar fight where they, like, they swung a couple times. Like they, they were on the ground. They beat the shit fighting. out of each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, another theme that I wrote about a lot was like, being super insecure and being like you're too good for me so this is i screenshotted a random part oh luke from five seconds of summer i uh (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I guess someone made a joke about us dating and we weren't dating and I got embarrassed and I ran out of the room. <laughs> are you <laughs> Are you all right, Luke asked. Yeah, I just I I felt awkward, you say looking down. Why? he asked. <laughs> you decided to just let it out. My headphones are falling out. Um because I really like you, and I know it's stupid because you're way out of my league. But I, I don't know, it just makes me upset when people make jokes about us dating or when you flirt with me because I know it'll never happen. You sigh. YN, he said quietly. <laughs> YN, I am not out of your league. You are out of mine. I've liked you for so long, but I didn't think you would like me back. You looked up at his eyes, not believing what was happening. I really like you. You're smart and funny and beautiful and sweet. And I was wondering if you wanted to be my girlfriend, he said, blushing. So. Wow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so that's what I was fantasizing um, about when I was like 13. Shit. Yeah. Honestly, that's valid. <laughs> You're um, valid. That sounds like so emotionally fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So do you want to... A really great part about fan fictions, I think, in any fan fiction, is that the writer often has, like, a very intense character description and often will either describe themselves, like, a slightly tweaked version of themselves, mm-hmm. or just, like, their ideal protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, and in all of my bradley fan fictions i would sorry write myself <laughs> i'm just thinking Wait, about that know... bit at the beginning of your story do you know what's yeah. coming because this baby's getting red <laughs> i'm not gonna read the entire first chapter um but i'll read my character description or my like protagonist monologue which is me um in i was probably 12 or 13 years old she was just so cool and... like who else would she write about no, honestly, no one understood me. No one got me. You know, like I was. I'm an. I've been a narcissist. Okay, I've been a narcissist. <laughs> um. So, anyways, first, first chapter. <clears throat> Summer. It's supposed to be the most liberating season of the year for the typical teenager. It's hot. There's shirtless boys. You can get a tan, and you don't need to go to school. Heaven, right? wrong <laughs> when your best friend decides to move to toronto and you're still mourning your traumatic breakup that happened traumatic <laughs> okay moira rose <laughs> uh when you're trapped uh wait summer can be hell especially when you're trapped in a small town where you have no friends because you're a social reject <laughs> and you can almost <laughs> and you can almost hear the deafening sound of nothing So here I was, my first summer with absolutely nothing liberating about it. Yes, I'm a teenage girl, and no, I'm not ugly or crazy. As most teenage girls are. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just dot 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 shy. Me. I'm just weird. I'm a weirdo. Literally. (laughs) Nobody gets me. There's not a lot of excuses for my loneliness other than I like to keep to myself. Now I have a podcast called The Lonely Cast. What's up? <laughs> um, 
I'm 15 and I start high school this year. I'm hoping it will mean a fresh start for myself. But then again, I'm considered different. I like writing, singing, acting, guitar, and volleyball. Sounds normal? Of course it does. <laughs> but there's something that never allows me to fit in with people, and I'm still trying to figure that out myself. So here I am, another drab summer's day. I grab my black American Eagle fringe shoulder bag, and I take one last look in the full-length mirror before I leave my house. Same long, dark brown hair hanging in messy waves down my back, green eyes staring back at me, framed by some mascara. My Ramones tank top... Tank top tucked into a pair of faded high waisted shorts, thrifted and cut by me. <laughs> Not me still dressing. Like That's this. my favorite part. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, last but not least, my brown combat boots. Worn out from days of wear and tear, I shrug my la- at my lazy, grungy appearance and grab my retro pink basket bike from the garage and head out into the piercing heat. Abby's. She's been different. I've been different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm not like the other girls, you see. It's funny because everything you described is what everyone was wearing yeah. <laughs> at the time. It really was. Not in Spruce Grove. I will give myself that. I, uh, Because of where I grew up, I think I really did hit the quirky girl thing right on the head. Nice. Um... But uh, yeah, that doesn't care. That doesn't mean you have a personality. That doesn't carry you through anything. Um, what was the like? Every fan fiction, the main person was like shy, didn't have any friends, like look dressed different. It's like why can't they have friends? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think. Probably because the writers of those fan fictions, that's their yeah. only lived experience growing up. Yeah. Man, I just called myself um, out. <laughs> <But>. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it, like, I mean, it's been tale as old English. Um, tale as old as time. Yeah. Um, of, like, the nerdy girl turned, you know, beauty or whatever. Um, it's always what we wanted because women have always been told that they're never going to be good enough until a man comes into their life and makes them worth it, you know? No, thanks. Lame. <laughs> Dumb. We say no to that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a terrible idea. It was funny when I started hanging out with boys in like grade nine just because I had really pretty friends. Um. Mm. I was like, wow, boys aren't like the fan fictions. They yeah. kind of suck. <laughs> They're kind of very not interesting. And I yeah. I don't mean all boys, but like ninth grade boys. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, cool, I don't want to listen uh, to you talk about hockey for two hours. No. Are you going to gaze into my eyes and tell me I'm the prettiest thing you've ever seen? Yeah, that's still my experience with dating i'm like why aren't you like the ones that i wrote about Mm -hmm. i saw a post that crushed me and it was like um the reason you feel so emotionally attached and so into these like male characters um are because they're written by women oh my god true yeah my ideal man 
probably doesn't exist. No, it's all written by a woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which means I should probably just date women. I get it. Universe, okay. <laughs> My hands are tied. How many tied. more signs oh, can we no. give you, Abigail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. That's depressing. It fucked me up. Because <laughs> well, I... Um, it's my mental illness, but I uh, I yeah. get really, really emotionally attached to shows and stuff. Like, when mm-hmm. I rewatch Twilight, I, like, have a mental breakdown for, like, three days. Um, just because I know... <laughs> I, I don't mean to laugh at that. I really don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. But it's just, like... I don't know, just knowing that that isn't possible, that I'm not going to get a vampire boyfriend really fucks me up it's not it's not that aspect it's more so just like life isn't like this life isn't Mm -hmm. like the movies and i'm a very emotional person so i'm like i need the passion i need the uh the the push and pull yeah but that's not real life (laughs) i feel like i'm the same way and i will go to all ends not an episode if I don't do that at least once. Oh, you're a little paused right now. <gasps> I pause myself. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. <laughs> oh, we're back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, what I was saying was, I think I'm kind of the same way. My entire life, I've been wrapped up in these fantasy ideals of, like, what romance and relationships are going to be like, whether that be from, like, film or from literature or from like the fan fictions that I would write or something like that like I've always had this really idealized type of existence um that it's hard for me to accept anything less than that and I've reconciled the fact that it's not healthy Mm -hmm. um and I recognize that like I can't I don't have expectations that life will be like that but there's still a part of me that just to make things more bearable and enjoyable i will romanticize them yeah and just a little bit i i still daydream i still like i don't know i i just grew up i grew up not having many friends (laughs) up until Mm -hmm. i hit about grade nine um, and even then, like, in high school, you don't feel like anyone actually likes you. I'm pretty sure a lot of the people I yeah. hung out with didn't like me, but it's high school. Yeah. Um, as well as just, like, some at-home stuff. I was constantly trying to escape reality, which is where, yeah. like, Stan Twitter came in and, like, fan fictions and all that stuff. It was just like, what if my life was like this? I'm pretty mm-hmm. content where I'm at right now, but yeah. there's still a part of me. It's something that you gotta, like, work through. Um, 100%. I'm a lot better at it. I used to like cry <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, my life's never going to be like this. Um, I wish I was this, doing this, yeah. like, living this life, living here in this place mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I got kind of sad. <laughs> I mean, like, but it's kind of like, it's good to talk about because we need to realize that like this life really is like, it's what we make mm-hmm. it. Um, and as we grow older, depending on our privilege and stuff like that, we have the opportunity to shape our lives in the way that we want it to yeah. look. And I think it's so important to remember that growing up because 
we don't have to be constantly hating every aspect of our lives you know like we, we might have our moments but like through that there's some moments of true contentment that I've realized in my adult life that like there are things about myself that I would never change there are things about my circumstances that I would never change like still every day I wake up and like have to remind myself to be grateful and like yeah there are still moments where I'll be like I'm gonna go to the farmer's market today and I'm gonna dress very cute and like who knows maybe I'll meet the love of my life (laughs) and like we'll like glance at each other across the tomatoes and fall in love or whatever and you know what sometimes it's just fun to think like that and like there is no harm as long as you're not living in your daydreams and disappointed by actual reality all the time mm-hmm. i think it it's okay to be a little romantic about things yeah. because i mean i god i'm cursed i forever will be i'm very tied to like big feelings and big emotions and um crazy circumstances and serendipity or yeah. whatever um very tied to that and so far my life has had a good amount of that and i'm okay with it has it all been healthy no but you know you know what it's been a learning experience and i'm very grateful for all of the stories that i i mean fuck like that's where my stories come from right like i yeah it's something i've been thinking about a lot and kind of working through because i was really bad for just like thinking about doing things (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Because I was so obsessed with, I mean, I don't really care what people think, but there's still like in the back of your head, even if you say that, it's like, what are people going to think of this video we're posting? Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. At the end of the day, your life is only going to get exciting and it's only going to be what you want it to be if you like do those things that you want to do. Like we've talked about it before but this is something we've been wanting to do forever and Mm -hmm. yeah right now we have like i think under 20 subscribers on youtube but (laughs) like who cares we're doing it and it could lead to something great or it could just be something that we do for fun and like that's fine like just get out there and do those things I know it's hard for those of you like me and Abby who grew up just dreaming about doing things and like thinking all the time about doing things, but just try it. Go out there and do it. (laughs) Exactly. Just do it because it makes you feel good and it makes you feel happy. Because I think like that's the biggest thing, especially with this project too, is like I don't necessarily care how many listens or views we get to each episode. We get on each episode. Wow. (laughs) having something's happening um what I enjoy is like the process of it all and like editing Mm -hmm. and making thumbnails and having this conversation with you even like it just like it's something where I'm like man I'm so grateful to be doing this um so that's what's important like that's what you're missing out Mm -hmm. on if you're not trying the things that you want to try you know like you might learn so much about yourself and you might experience so much joy from just doing that one thing Mm -hmm. so Go for it, bud. You can totally date your favorite boy band yeah. member. Hell you yeah. You just might have to, like... I believe in you. Stalk him a little. <laughs> just just a little. Just make some accidental run-ins here and there. 
move to a different country or something. I don't know. Um, but we don't endorse no. that. That was a joke entirely. Um, please don't stalk your favorite boy band member in hopes to start a relationship with them. Um, it's been a PSA. But never lose faith. Never lose No, because there are actors and uh, pop stars that end up dating fans. Yeah, and like, who knows? Maybe your boyfriend will turn into a famous boy band member. Date and musicians. You'll be the <laughs> I have stuff to update on Elon after this podcast. Okay, guys, we gotta go. I got some tea, yeah. some pipe and tea. Thanks for listening to the sixth episode. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I think this is like a pretty good place to end it, though. Yeah. And I'm wow, curious. That was a beautiful, beautiful episode. Oh, about my gossip? Yeah. Um, no, but I think it, we, we we just thought we were going to come on here and goof off for an hour reading our fan fiction, but I think we we got somewhere with this. Yeah, that came like full circle. That was really beautiful. Wow. We're great. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. I know. Look at us. <laughs> Professionals. Um, <laughs> all of our links will be down below. Uh, follow our social yes. medias. Say hello. Um... Doug Hoyer. Shout King. out, sir. Intro and outro. Thank you for the intro outro. Mm-hmm. And. And Mal. Oh. I know you said last episode you weren't going to shout yeah, about it. I don't know why I said that. I'm so impulsive sometimes. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I say things and I'm like, why am I saying that? I love my boyfriend. Every He's episode. an angel. <laughs> um, my boyfriend made our all of our graphics and stuff. So thank you, yeah. Mal. Love you. Mm-hmm. and um, um see you guys next week yeah when we'll talk about who knows we kind of just decide we have a plan we we have a plan we have a plan it's a surprise oh, okay right 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 right, right. okay <laughs> bye <laughs>